What is up, everyone? Welcome to Chat, Grapple and Cheat Pops, a very, very special listening-only episode. We will be only on Apple, Spotify, all the good stuff. Deezer, CastBox, That's right. iTunes, Trust. You know who it is. It's, it's your boy, JB, with the main man, the best Chris in all the wrestling podcasts. Fucking you nice. can say that freely, Chris Dredd. Chris, how are you, man? I'm good, man. You all right, mate? Yeah, top. Let's, uh, there's, one, there's one topic in particular we're discussing today because, hell, it's news. It's proper news. It's, uh, it's an EVP kind of day. Fucking it. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at my AEW ring set with my Cody figure, yeah, and his ugly ass tattoo on his goddamn neck, right? But this is what we're talking about, right? Coming this to a WWE TV screen near you. Well, this is the thing, bro. Possibly coming to a WWE screen, but I, I don't know, bro. There's so many ins and outs and what have yous. I mean, the fact is, these so-called wrestling journalists, they don't really know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, and they literally wow. play both sides. I'm sure they do, but, you know, let's talk about their wrestling journalism for a minute. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Go for it. Um, fuck me, man. These wrestling journalists, they can all sit and swivel on it because, I mean, have you seen the hate and the sly digs and the you know, the knives in the back of Cody now that he's decided to leave AEW. And Brandy too. Yeah. Don't forget about Brandy. She's leaving too, or she's left too. And all the stories are now coming out. Oh, you know, everyone's pleased that Brandy's gone. Everyone's, you know, Cody didn't get on with everyone else. Oh, fuck off, man. Don't give me that. Well, I'm surprised Tony Khan didn't come out and say, what, because it's because he wasn't a good enough wrestler. Yes, yeah, right. And, and and don't forget to watch our show tonight where we've got fucking the bunny versus fucking Jake Cargill. You know what I mean? Jake Cargill. Check that out. That'll put some butts in the seats. Yeah, fucking hell. Have you seen Jake Cargill recently walking around everywhere with a belt looking like the fucking Riddler? You know, yeah. Fuck... <laughs> I've seen that picture, yeah. It's, I mean it's a cool, it's a cool enough like homage to to the Riddler, if that's what it was, you know but... what I mean. Maybe so, bruv. You know what I mean. Sorry, do, do you mean Rookie of the Year, Jay Cargill? Oh, bruv, don't man, because I fucking don't. We don't. So we, <laughs> let's get into these awards quickly, bruv. Like <clears throat> it's a mad, it's a madness as well. Like, oh, I, oh man, fucking hell. It just it, it's we've seen it since AEW's inception. We've seen it. We've seen these awards go to. AEW and basically shitting all over WWE, but bruv, please, right? Feud of the year was Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. Two matches, didn't they? Two matches, bruv. Two fucking matches. Like it's is it now? It's it's really getting my goat now. How these fuckers <laughs> like it's really annoying me now because that you know <laughs> that's not a few. Everyone, they have no. pissed in his tea. They're fucking pissed in my mojito, mate. I'm not happy. Like, you know, they, they, that's not a feud. It's not a feud. No, let's, let's, uh, let's, for anyone that's not familiar, it is the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards voted for by some of the listeners, Patreon subscribers of 
everyone's favorite rag sheet writer, Dave Meltzer, and his buddy, the dumbass. Um, who's the other one? The one that can't wrestle. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Irrelevant. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's the Observer Newsletter. It's, I mean, it doesn't say a lot about the newsletter subscribers, listeners, whatever. Like, you know us, we're not, we're not ones to dig people out completely. We do make our jokes and we have a little bit of fun. But my God, the small dick energy when it comes to that sort of thing. Like, you know, wrestler of the year, the Brian Danielson technical wrestler of the year award went to Brian Danielson. I mean, would you like, was it the wrestler of the year award, you know, or the Luther slash Ric Flair wrestler of the year award? I mean, do you really want old helicopter man himself attached to your wrestler of the year award? Well, now? you know what? Cool, bro. It, Especially it, after uh, what he said to um, Lacey Evans after an interview. I thought, I, I thought that was funny still, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yes and like, no. But gotta... in, in this day and in this world... Yeah, true. Yeah. I get you. I get you. You know, he, he, he's seen a woman with her boobies hanging out and he's like, oh, I, I need to go to Hooters now. I've seen your boobies. Yeah. You know, bit Again, close like... to the mark. But it's Ric Flair. What are you, what are you doing? It is Ric Flair. He's never going to change. You know, that's fine. Yeah, of course like, he's not going to change. As long as he's not whipping it out and doing the helicopter, I think everyone's okay. Now. Back to the Wrestler Observer Newsletter Awards because we somehow got onto this subject. Voted for by, you know, wow, the the, the Mensa meeting, I reckon. Um, it's just, it was just an AEW circle jerk. And the jerks, the jerks got harder and harder as the, you saw more and more awards get handed out to these people. Why should it matter? It shouldn't. But it's so heavily publicized and it was also publicized by AEW online as some sort of achievement. Booker of the year, Tony Khan. Promoter of the year, Tony Khan. Like, really? You, you've, you've, got, you've got rookie, you know. Oh, they, they, they cleaned up. You know, the only award that they didn't win was AEW didn't win was like best non-wrestler, which was Paul Heyman, and I think gimmick of the year might have gone to Roman Reigns. No, I think worst gimmick of the year was Roman Reigns. No, stop. Yeah, it. bruv, I'm telling you, it was pure fuckery. It was pure really? fuckery. Bruv, you know, um, Britt Baker got rookie of the year. Okay, first of all, she ain't, it ain't no rookie year. No, but Jay Cargill. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, AEW, she sealed the deal with two wins, Rookie of the Year and Match of the Year again with Thunder Rosa. Yeah, let's not talk about Thunder Rosa on this show. Yeah, we we, we can't. We can't. Anyway. We're not allowed to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for, for, for reasons that may become obvious in the future just, at some just point. Just reasons, yeah. Yeah, possibly yeah. we might be able to talk about it. But um, uh, Edge got Inspirational Wrestler of the Year. Um. I'm surprised, you know, that didn't it, go to, I'm surprised I didn't go to Tony Khan. Mate, you know, I... I, I but this... If there was, was ever a way to confirm that someone was being paid by, an, by a wrestling company to hand out awards, that was it. It might as well be called the AEW Slammies. Yeah, I mean, it might as well be called the Slammies, the AEW Slammies, because... Or well, the I, I think, Slammies or something, you know, just because, you know, Slammies is probably a protected term. 
probably the whammies or the jerkies or the, the carnies. Oh, <laughs> I see, I did there. <laughs> and there you have it. The, the Wrestler Observer Newsletter Carney Awards. The Carney Awards. Yeah. Double meaning, bruv. Double whammy. That's, that's going on the YouTube shorts for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it, this will segue us in uh, to... I think uh, Cody would have won an award if he hadn't said he was leaving. To code well, you know, you know, the, the thing that gets me is it's it's so it's so overt, it's so overt, it's like all the worst, this, worst, that, worst, the other is all WWE. Okay. So no matter what you think about whatever, there's no way you can say that the worst promotion of the year was WWE. You can't you can't say like if I can get I'm trying to at the moment get a full, you know, full list, okay. Um, oh, it's out there somewhere. You know, it, it is. You know, <sighs> whilst you do that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, sort of like let my thoughts out on Cody a little bit. Do it, bruv. Um, honestly, you know, we don't know Cody. We've never, I've never met Cody. I know he came to Stevenage that one time. Didn't pop in for tea and cakes. No, but yeah, don't know him. Don't know his thought processes. However. You can sort of guess or take an educated guess of where it was going. You know, the man was working without a contract. I, I got a feeling that someone's floated a figure to the Rhodes family or Cody, because I don't think anyone was dusting, um, and said, think about it. Just think about it. Get back to us. And Cody's thought about it and realised that he could probably make more money doing those blood money shows, if you want to call it that, a, trip, a couple of trips to Saudi a year, WrestleMania. Everyone says they make their biggest money at WrestleMania anyway, their biggest bonus checks or whatever. Get, on the, get back on the WWE game because everyone makes money off the game. That's right. There's more money probably in Cody being back in WWE, safeguarding his family's future than what he is seeing and living in AEW, which might not last five years. I'm being real on this. No, we, I've <clears> said I, could, I could have a joke and say, oh, it won't last two years. Of course it will. Yeah. But who's to say in five years that TNT, TBS or whoever is, is kick wrestling back off TV? Well, you made a very good point on Twitter today um, because fucking old dickhead had a post up about AEW beating WWE in the ratings. What's his name? I don't even want to give him no play on it. No, I won't give him any uh, any clout not on our show. Fucking but um, you know the you know the Durkhead, PH Durkhead. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was playing the role of cunt in this situation. Yeah, um, basically. So, yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, That's all right. Yeah, there, there was a, a little, a, a really shitty headline. It was almost like it come out of the Sun newspaper. It wasn't the Sun newspaper because, you know, not a newspaper, but it was a dead headline that said, you know, AEW does better in Europe than WWE. Not necessarily true because, you know, there's so many other factors around it. I will start on one factor in particular. 
apparently, and I don't, I didn't have this verified, but it did get mentioned by a couple of people that WWE is on free TV in Germany and AEW is not. So I can't imagine that the German crowd are watching AEW too much. Next, my point was that this idiot had gone for the headline and said, oh, AEW is great, this, that, and the other, you know, people in Europe have got taste. Let's, let's start with the obvious point. One, technically, the people in this country aren't in Europe. Um, <laughs> Break it down! Let's go! Number two, AEW. You know, as fun as it can be, I mean, there's been a few shows I'm not watching, is on, it's not live, it's on Fight TV live, or is it, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but you have but, to pay for that. It, it, yeah, of course you have to pay for that, but it is on free TV in the it UK. Is. In, in the UK, yeah. it's on ITV. You know, we can split heads and say it's on ITV4 or whatever, but it's free. ITV is free to everyone. Anyone that's got a TV has access to ITV all four of their channels. You don't even have to pay for a TV license to watch ITV, bro. You're not. No. Well, because the TV license is just for BBC, isn't it? But, I mean, obviously, you need okay. one to watch live TV, it, it, technically. But, yeah. you, you know, it is it is free but as can be. It is free yeah. as can be. It's free to watch on the catch-ups, yeah. on what you call on demand or whatever, you know. Yeah. So you can watch AEW for nothing. And that's that's wonderful for wrestling. That is great because there's not many wrestling shows on in the UK. We used to have the wrestling channel. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yes. But, you know, and WWE, let's move on to this next point. WWE is not on free TV anywhere. I don't believe. Is it no. on channel, was it on Channel 5 for a bit? No. No, no it, may, it may have been. I remember in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s, you could watch um, pay-per-views on Channel 4 late yeah, at night. Channel 4, Channel 4 had uh, the pay-per-views for about a year, like all yeah. the week, some of the bigger pay-per-views. Some of the bigger ones. Um, but no, as far as we're aware, let's just say, as far as we're aware, just to cover our own dicks here. Yeah, yeah. WWE is, a, is on BT Sport in the UK, which, and I looked at, I looked it up, the cheapest option for BT Sport from what I could see, was a 24-month contract at £15 a month. Yeah, it's more than that. Though. That's 360 quid. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's more, it is more than that as well, yeah, yeah. The 15 is what they tell you it is. By the time you've got all... Oh, the I, think 15, I think 15 is the introductory two-year offer. That's right, that's right. 360 of our wonderful English pounds for two years. So you can, so you can watch WWE, you can watch you know, a bit of football, a bit of... You know, I don't even know what else on BT Sport, a bit of boxing and all that. Like, oh, the UFC is on there. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, you're getting a wonderful deal on sport and all that, but you're still paying 360 quid over two years. That's not free. Like, there's way less, it's in way less homes, way less viewers, all of that stuff. So, if, if, then this is where I started to, my brain started to fuse a little bit. All the jokers and the wonderful, you know, masterminds of wrestling knowledge and news and what have you split hairs about this demo that demo this demo but when it comes to the uk there was no there was no no splitting hairs it was oh AEW is more popular no it's not no AEW is on is on in on free tv it's available in every home the numbers on the other hand and i would like to thank i can't don't know who to thank on this but someone 
puts it up every week. The um the ratings war between AEW and Minder on ITV4. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're battling Minder and losing on ITV4, you know, Minder, a popular crime TV show in the what the seventies. Yeah. Yeah, bit of Dennis Waterman. Yeah, great. If you're going up against a show from the seventies and not winning every week, well, make a make a point of what it is. I don't know, but the 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 whole fucking the whole fucking demo thing annoys the shit out of me. I will not lie pointless. to you, bro. It's pointless. The, the whole demographic thing annoys the fuck out of me. It's like, right, either tell us how many people are fucking literally watching. You can't just keep splitting it up like that. You can't just keep saying, oh, yeah, but X amount, we're getting this many of this age group watching. Give a fuck, bruv. Someone literally turned it into a gimmick. Demo God. Yes, I get it. Like, it's funny, sort of. It, I mean, it, but- if, if it was in mockery, then, yeah, it would be funny. But it ain't funny, bruv, because... If you have to like divide and conquer like that, you're not doing no numbers, bruv. You're not. All all it does to me is this this demo stuff. It just it gives these wrestling journalists a chance to grandstand and get a bit more clout. And I mean, there are some wrestling journalists who, oh man, you just wanna you just wanna tell them shut the fuck up. Like, I mean, we no. have done and we do. Um, yeah, I mean, there are one or two that you know wouldn't wouldn't want to meet anyone in a real real life fucking situation but they they got serious venom venom in their keyboard typing like you know one of them was in all caps earlier he was that upset (laughs) i just yeah but they're all virtue signaling fucking pricks they're wank bruv they're wankers wankers. i've never seen like a group of people sit so much so high on a horse you know, the it must be difficult for them to see from their pedestals. Mate, it, it, it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot to break down. So we're, we're, we're talking about, initially we're talking about these PWI awards, okay? Oh, so, Mr. Observer Awards, not the PWI. Right. PWI is fine. Like, PWI is good. It's okay. Like, we don't knock that. Okay. But the PWI, okay... It's still pretty much dominated by AEW. Who was their wrestler of the year this year? Wrestler of the year? Was it Ambrose or something? Not Ambrose. No, it's Kenny Omega. Oh, PWI, I defended you. I know. I defended you for a minute and you did that to me. (laughs) (sighs) Right, so... The, the 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 wrestling observer awards for 20 it, it was was Kenny Omega as well was the wrestler of the year Kenny Omega most outstanding wrestler uh, Shingo Takagi uh, tag team of the year Young Bucks best on interviews MJF promotion of the year all elite wrestling right bruv I don't I'm Chris Dredd yeah but I don't often break out the patois but let me tell you this, yeah? This is fuckery. This pure fuckery. Best weekly TV show, A.E. Dynamite. Okay. We can, we can, we can, you can argue the toss about that, okay? But... It, yeah, that's probably one of the few awards that is up for a real argument. You know, you could say Dynamite was the better show. You know, 
it's only it's two hours long it's not as it doesn't feel like it's fucking you know you're sitting through raw and snoozing smackdown has been so good and so bad at times but i wouldn't i wouldn't say dynamite was the best show would, no you know, not but the thing is though you, you can say the same for dynamite dynamite's had moments of, of goodness yeah but that's because they're putting pay-per-view worthy matches on weekly tv for free so they don't yeah. You know, they're literally hot shotting, they're going full guns blazing, hot shotting ratings, and they're still not even really best, doing that. Best wrestling show I, I watched all year was WCW Saturday Night on the Network. Bro. That's what I would watch. Hey. No, that that, that should have won it. So you've got, you know, literally, you know, MVPs, they've got all the awards, best box office draw, CM Punk. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I just, yeah, that one, that one was a bridge too far as well. Best I, box office draw. I CM mean, Punk. someone's left the parsnips in too long on that one, didn't they? In their fucking anus. Um, <laughs> few did a year, Kenny Omega and Adam Page. That's just fucking unreal. Um, you know, uh, most improved, Ty Conti. I don't, that's literally just, they're just like, oh, let's just, wow. you know. When, when when you see that and, you know, you look at, you know, Brom Breaker and. I would say most you know, improved is probably MJF. Austin Theory, you know, all these yeah. people that have really made strides. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but Ty Conti just, uh, nah, man. Oh, like, bro, they, have they really got the best brawler? Best brawler. Who was that? And they're just Moxley. making up awards. Mox, they're just making up awards yeah. so they can give them to AEW people. Um, you know, most underrated, Ricochet. All right. Rookie of the year, Jade Cargill. I wouldn't even say most underrated was Ricochet. No. Best announcer, Escalibur. They put Ricochet in because they're desperate for Ricochet to cross over. Yeah, they want him to. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You've got to look at the policy. Excuse me, the politicking. Um, best major wrestling show, the winner, AEW All Out. Worst major wrestling show, WWE Survivor Series. Best wrestling maneuver, Buckshot Lariat. Bruv, do you know what oh. I mean? <laughs> and just the, the whole the whole thing, oh, you no. know, it's just oh, no. Best it's just wrestling manoeuvre, the buckshot left. Did you see the one he did off the referee the other week? I mean, oh. if, if we're, if we're going to call back to to one of our most recent shows, Marty Elias was dead on about refereeing in AEW, but he didn't, because the top rope had broken, he couldn't do the regular buckshot left. He did it off the back of the referee. The referee just bent over and, you know, and did it for him. Like, yikes. Um, sorry, but, broken. but it was a sick move. I mean, yeah. Fuck hell, man. So the uh, the buckshot lariat was one of them. Was the was the move of the year? Unreal. Um, but you know the whole the whole setup of 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 the awards is like you know most disgusting promotional tactic winner <laughs> award. Yeah. Right. <laughs> WWE firing wrestlers during a pandemic while setting record profits. Right. It's not about 
So, so just because they're making record profits, they've got to hold on to wrestlers that they're not using or have no ideas for. Is that what, I mean, what, 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 it, what is that about? Essentially pay, paying people not to work, which is, you know. Yeah, it's it, not. A, a, I'm, I don't 100% agree with firing people during the pandemic. I don't. It's not, you know, but it's, it's a company. It's a money-making company. They're yeah. not there. They're not there. It's not a charity. Bruv, wait till Tony Khan, you know, everyone sort of think, like I said in, in a tweet as well, I said, you know, everybody thinks AEW, Bruv, you know, wait, he's not going to be renewing them contracts, but because, you know, because he's not firing people, you know, I'm pretty sure when WWE fire people, they give them the golden handshake and pay out their yeah. contracts, because that's I how think, the contracts... I think, that, I think the, the, the 90 day clause thing is, is a paid thing. It must be, it has to be. And these people aren't, aren't, you know, they're going to be on all right money, I suppose. Yeah. You know, we don't know how much money they're on. But, you know, you can't... It, it just gets on my fucking wick, man. Worst promotion of the year, WWE. That's not That's not right, bruv. It's not, really? it's not right. Ring of Honor not part of the list. No, you know, and it, it, it's, it's not... You can't... What is that based on? You know... Was CMLL not part of the list? No, clearly not. No. You know, best pro wrestling book winner, Moxley. You know, best pro wrestling DVD streaming documentary, Dark Side of the Ring, Brian Pillman. Um, I mean, say what you want. I mean, the Pillman one was good. I'd quite It was a two-parter. It was a two-parter, weren't it? It was a good one. But, you know, remember what happened when we spoke to Alan Funk? Yes. When he said that, you know, some of them dark sides weren't necessarily researched properly. They weren't necessarily using the right talking heads. You know, the Canyon one in particular. Yeah. Talking to people that didn't know Canyon as well as Alan Funk, you know, or those people that were in and around Canyon's life. Correct. During WCW days. Oh. Best. Again, like you know, I mean, you look at the names, some of the names, and some of the researchers on Dark Side. You know, I use those air quotes for researchers. You yeah. know, they are wrestling journalists who are fucking dickheads. Yeah, ph dickhead. <laughs> you know, absolute donkeys. Well, I mean, donkeys. you know, prom- promoter of the of the year and best booker of the year, Tony yeah, Khan. Uncle Tony was always going to win that one, wasn't he? You know, but it, it, we're gonna. This is what is getting to get us on to Cody Rhodes, right? What the hell happened? But what the hell happened? There's a few different takes, stories going on of what happened behind the scenes, different visions. Because some okay, so one take is this: Cody Rhodes being who he is and working where he worked. For as long as he did in WWE, okay, and and also being the son of Dusty Rhodes, okay, I believe he has more booking acumen and more ideas in his head of how to create a cohesive show promotion. Um, then... Don't doubt for a second that there's there's a bit of an ego on Cody, you know, destroying 
a throne and the shovel. No, of course, no, but that was no, but do you know what that was, bro? That's not necessarily pandering. That that is that is that is playing to your audience. It's pandering. Yeah? Yeah. That's that's pandering to your audience. That is not necessarily maybe Cody might even regret doing that. Yeah. Um I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah. um, you know, but maybe, maybe so, depending where he may end up at some point. But to me, the Young Bucks, um, Kenny Omega, you know, and the EVPs there, you know, they they don't necessarily have any experience on or in a long running promotion like WWE, they don't, they don't have a, you know, they are indie darlings really. As if you check out our interview with Marty Elias, what he was saying, you're giving control of your company to indie darlings who have never been to a WrestleMania. They have never been to a SummerSlam. A Case fucking- in point, they've always worked the shows that are on around WrestleMania weekend. Yes. They've worked all the other spot shows. Yes. That are also on a WrestleMania weekend, but before WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, they're never on at the same time. You can't compete with WrestleMania. You can't you're because on, it's WrestleMania. You're on a show in a much smaller arena. You know, you're on at 12 o'clock at lunchtime because WrestleMania's on at five. And P, those people also have tickets to WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, and I it'll mean, be the same in Dallas this April. You, you, what, what you got to look at as well. I mean, me personally, I'm not currently sold on the fact that Cody will go to WWE. Not, not now. And for the, for, for the only reason that I'm saying that is because he's already on uh, shows on TBS. He's already. I don't think that matters. I don't think it was an exclusive thing. I think if anything, it'll be to WWE's benefit that he's on TBS. Maybe so. Maybe. Um, I mean, like you've said as well, though, Cody Rhodes being involved with AEW was a reason that it, he was a fucking draw, bro. His the reason name, those TV channels picked it up. Yes, he would have been one of the reasons. If not without Cody, it's nothing. Without Jericho as well, let's be fair. Yeah, no, like, I, yeah, I apologise yep. for that, Chris. Yep. Uh, Jericho, not to you. That's right, correct. You know, <laughs> yeah, but, you were you know, right. Like, yeah, yeah, no, Chris Jericho it, it, was also part of that package. But but think about who were the draws for the TV shows picking it up. Cody, former, Cody had w- na- yeah, mainstream wrestling name value. Exacto Mundo and fucking JR, yeah? Yeah. JR, Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, okay? Would have been one three of the major ones. Tony Schiavone as well, probably to a point. Probably not Tony. Probably not Tony. Tony had been out of the game so long. Possibly. Okay, I agree. You're right. But JR is is synonymous with WWE. Give a fuck. You know, who you know who learns to fall off a twenty foot ladder. You know what I mean? All, all the fucking. My God, he's broken in half. Like yeah. he was the voice of WWE. AEW was built initially off the backs of former WWE talent that were able to say, look, we are going to be an alternative, a possible uh, competitor. And in the long term, we could be as big as WWE. That's how I believe it would have been initially sold. Yeah, of course. And, 
and that it, is what it, it was the only way it could be sold. It couldn't be sold as we're going to be second best to WWE. Hundred yeah. percent. They would have had to be aiming for the. They would have been S Club Seven. Reach for the stars. Yeah, you know, you know, they would have been aiming for the stars. So, <coughs> it, I, what I think has happened is, over time, Cody's probably been like what I've said for a long time. If Maybe. AEW stopped with the swearing, okay. Tried to be stopped pandering to the fucking fanboy marks. Tried to be a little bit more crossover mainstreamy. Yeah. Tried to market a little bit different. You can still be different to WWE, but still be in the same ballpark where you are can be seen as a competitor. Money wise, the AEW fanboys are oh so quick to tell us that Tony Khan's got as much money as Vince McMahon has. Why can't they be a competitor? Why can't they be battling? Because they haven't got the long-term vision. Now that it's coming out saying <laughs> that they don't want to be a competitor, they just like their little niche, yeah? But like we've said on the show before, that little niche, that little slice of the pie is not going to last long. It's not. You've got to convert those people or at least have people watching both products and to a point you do have some people watching both products but it's 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 been created the situation where it's become tribal it's either your AEW fucking hardline and WWE is dog shit or your fucking WWE and AEW is dog shit it is it's become that way and I think Cody wanted it to be different he wanted to try and build an alternative that was as big as WWE wanted to get that mainstream. That's why he was trying the crossovers with the TV stuff, you know, the, the, whatever their fucking reality show is and all this kind of stuff, because, you know, that is what WWE do. Well, they do that kind of the TV kind of docu stuff very well. Um, so a ridiculous crossover appeal. You know, they really do, you know, and we've actually, you know, got someone coming onto our show, fairly soon hopefully that was on one of these wwe crossovery reality showy kind of things so i think that's what cody and brandy were going for because i think they realized that you can't be in the ring forever let's um, let's, let's just break down this this case in point thing with this wwe aw stuff like and you know, it, I mean, it almost puts it to bed because, you know, shout out to Brandon Thurston online on Twitter for putting this out there. With with the event that took place at the Elimination Chamber or No Escape in Germany, I believe they called it. You, know, you cannot get out! Yes, you can't use words like elimination in Germany. Oh, no, it's, it sounds too close to extermination. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> WWE earned more than $350 million from the Saudi Arabian government since 2018. Each event that they run there is worth about $50 million to $55 million to WWE. Each event. That's after outgoings and, and all that kind of stuff. That yeah. is pure profit. And the, the money they get from Saudi Arabia, you know, the KSA, whoever, you know, whoever's funding it. Yeah. The money they get from that is more than or double 
the value of AEW's entire TV deal. That's just from those trips to Saudi. I mean, that could be a whole new other episode because I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the 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 Saudi attitudes to things. <clears throat> no. They and, you know understand understanding that they've got a horrific human rights record is something. It is, you know, you only have to look it up, Google it. You know, you'll see some real atrocities. You know, are WWE coming in and changing the world with this? No, of course not. You know, are there some <clears throat> smaller aspects of attitudes being changed? Yes. You know, even yeah. having women on their shows is, is, is it's the smallest of steps. You know, it's, you know, a fart in a hurricane. I mean, it, it may, but, but like you say, it is something, it's something. It is something. So I do agree that you can't just... You can't just ignore what what Why they're doing. You? Why should you ignore it? No, you, you you can't ignore it. But then you can't also ignore that WWE is saying, okay, we're going to go there, but we've got women stars that we are going to have on the show. We will respect your customs of not having titties on and show. <laughs> yeah. No ankles no. on show. No, no ankles, you know. What was that song? In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked on as something shocking. Now heaven knows. You know what song? Anything Scooby goes. Do what you're on about. But anyway, that you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. But slowly, slowly, <laughs> they are introducing things that maybe they're not used to in that culture. And, you know, they may be changing things. We don't know. Slowly, slowly. Um they are saying, no, we're having women on the show. We'll respect your customs of not having their titties and arse hanging out. I also, I also, you know, and this isn't, this isn't in any way trying to soften anything here. You know, what's, what has happened in Saudi Arabia and across, you know, that whole area with regards to human rights and, you know, shoddy records of that, you know, everyone... Everyone gets a chance to try and change, you know. Who's I'm not saying that they are, you know, or anything like that, but yeah, you know, it's more likely a you know, look at us sort of you know, publicity sort of thing, stunty type of way. But yeah, it, you know, not not every country's gonna do the same, like gonna be remembered for the same thing forever, are they? They're not gonna everyone gets that chance to make things look better, it's like, you know, or do something, you know, we don't, you know, and case in point, you know, we don't hate Germans. We had Alex Wright on our show. We we had the absolutely <laughs> fantastic Alex Wright. Achtung, achtung. You know, we... It, we, takes, you know, it takes time, it takes a lot of effort for, you know, forgiveness or even anything close to forgiveness on any of these well, things. But there was there was a lot of fuckery that went on, I think, initially with the first few shows where WWE said that they didn't get paid initially for the first ones. Mm. And there was a lot of fuckery at the airport where they weren't letting wrestlers get out. And WWE, like the, the, the bigger heads from WWE, 
you know, jumped on a plane and fucked off and then left a lot of yeah. the wrestlers there. Something happened there. Something happened that was a bit dodgy. But, you know, we, these things, as they're going on, you know, they've got, you know, you, you've got the women going there, having good matches, you know, showing that women can, you know, even seeing a positive image of a woman fighting, being strong, you know, exactly. could empower women at the you know in 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 saudi arabia whether but the problem is mate again though i i don't know if women are even allowed to go to the fucking show some in the crowd i saw some like was there you men. know but, <clears throat> but, but this is the thing um and the other thing is you know what who's to say that saudi wrestling fans aren't allowed wrestling shows you know what who would who was who is a a dickhead you know waste man journalist you know, no, I'm not mentioning names because we don't give them clout on this show. We don't. But who is to? Why? Why do they? Why are they the moral fucking compass? You know these sweaty, you know, assholes. You know, usually, you know, got the big old fat beard on. You know. Well, I mean, they, you shit. know, probably, you know, and and probably they're talking about moral compasses. Or you know, they could be Tony the fucking toucher. We don't know. Exactly, handing you know, out the originals with, with questionable morals themselves. You know, it's always people on this with this moral compass on this high horse yeah. that are often the fucking grand worst. fucking grandstanding, saying how bad it is that they go, you know, to Saudi Arabia and all this stuff. Like, well, again, like why, why, why punish these young Saudi Arabian fans who have likely done nothing wrong? Yeah, why can't they watch a bit of live wrestling? That's right. I mean, what's what you know? They they're living under a supposedly fairly oppressive regime. You know, bring a little sunshine into their lives. Yeah, you know, we went to North Korea. Can you imagine the meltdown on Twitter if that had gone on during that time? Brav collision in Korea, bruv. It's ah. one. That, I mean, we spoke to Sonny Ono about that shit as well, and that was before the dark side of the ring. We had him on our show. Yeah, we had him on our show. Yeah, we had we had the, the amazing and the funny Sonny Ono, who's a cracking guest. Um, you know, and we spoke about that. And for that time, it was unheard of. You know, for for you know, sport in general can change attitudes. So yeah. we're not gonna throw the baby out with a bathwater, as they say. Yeah. So we, you know, we're not gonna just say, you know, fuck these Saudi shows. I'm not a fan of Saudi Arabia personally. You know, there's a few countries that I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. I won't, won't give you a fucking list of them on the show because I'll be seen as some fucking xenophobe or whatever. But there are, you know, a few countries in the Middle East that have got questionable um, human rights records. You know, and let's be, it's not just Muslim countries either. No, I mean, Israel's got quite a questionable um, human rights record. You know, so let's not fucking. But we won't. We won't. It's you know, the, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. You know, we, we're not just picking on Muslim countries or whatever, just focusing on... So it's that region in general, you know, but what what's to say that wrestling going over there isn't changing attitudes slowly? You know, and WWE are, are slowly having more women on the show and... I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say WWE is saving the whole of mankind from... Of course not. Properties, it's fucking wrestling. No, they're, yeah. they're doing... No, it's, I wouldn't even say, oh, they're doing their part because this, you know, it's a, it's a fucking tiny piece of the puzzle. And they're making money from it as well. Yeah, of course. A lot of money. Yeah. And who's to say that 
someone hasn't got in Cody's ear and said, mate, you can make a shit ton of money doing this. He's still got <laughs> friends no. in WWE. Let's let's be brutally honest. Roads to the top or whatever probably wasn't. It was always going to be looked at as a poor man's miss and misses. Yeah. And <clears throat> with WWE now having what was that one I saw? They they announced it today. Uh, who's the commentator? Corey, Corey yeah. and Carmella. Yeah. Their own little reality show. I mean, I saw the trailer for it. It looked like shit. It looked like trash. Oh boy! Like one clip had someone leaving their sex toys on the floor, and yeah, really questionable. Yeah, you want questionable morals? Yeah, I mean, you are you <laughs> talking about? Gross. Yeah, but who's who he talking about? Is or us? Well, Jeez. the show is called Corey and Carmela. So yeah, well, you know, I mean, but yeah, to your point, I mean, you think about this: you're in a place, you've gone there. Say you're Cody. You've created, you've helped create and build AEW. You're there, you're giving your, your, your point, you're fucking saying, look, this is, you know, I think maybe we should do this and maybe, but then you're getting told, nah, this is fucking trash. No, nah, we're not doing this, we're doing this. You're getting, you know. Cody's legacy is sealed, man. It's already there. Like, he was, he, you know, he did these, you know, incredible things. Before AEW, he did all in before AEW was thing. He won the NWA world title just like his dad. He, you know, he did all these other things. He smashed the throne and you know, he he had those, he had that really good match with with Brody, one of the Brody's last matches. Like, yeah, Cody's legacy is is Bro. you know, he doesn't he doesn't owe anyone anything. He doesn't even even the even the, the Guevara, Guevara match he had. Yeah, okay. without a contract. Yeah, we talk shit about the fact, and I will still talk shit of the fact that you can't really have an interim champion because someone's out for two weeks, okay? doesn't really that's work. Some, that's some boxing shit right there. That, yeah, but, some, I mean... Some politic boxing nonsense where, you know, the the inter, the, the champion isn't going to fight next, you know, for the six months because he just had a fight. So they're going to have yeah. an interim champion come in anyway. It's like, it's bullshit. Like, that's unnecessary. But even for two weeks, it's even more unnecessary. Oh, you know, why they cool. did that, I don't know why they did it. Maybe it was to give Guevara some a little bit you know more gravitas. They, they wanted it to look like WrestleMania. Or was it something like WrestleMania or something? One of them. They wanted it to look, because no one's got an original fucking idea, they wanted it to look like, you know, Razor when he had the two belts in his fucking hands. Yeah, They wanted it to look exactly like that. That's why they did it because they haven't got a fucking clue between them. Well, what was I'm the thing? Sorry, the... but like that—that that was the only thing I saw when I saw that, and he had two belts. I thought, wow, this isn't an amazing callback to some wonderful moment at a WrestleMania. This is someone without a fucking brain going. What, what's oh, I just that... need to do. I, I just I like that. Do that one. What? What's the fucking? What's that shit movie with the fucking handwritten cards when he goes to the door? And he's fucking like that's what love actually love actually yeah. and fucking Guevara doing that thing with the fucking handwritten cards and that I was just like oh my god like that's again that's 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 people being in charge of their own shit as well but we've 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 already we've seen Big Swole saying about that we've we've seen she said that they literally just 
pick and choose their own shit. We've had oh, Marley Miro and said it. Miro uh, said it on another show or something. Miro said, like, you know, there's no scripts, there's nothing like that. Well, you can kind of see why. You can kind of see, of like, you can see, look, there's no script. It's shite. You're trying to make, if you're trying to make a cohesive TV show and you want to maintain the quality throughout... I understand, right? Sorry, man, to cut you off for a second. No, no, don't. I, I completely on, understand that in the 80s and the 70s, there were no scripts. They gave him a bullet point. They gave him a town. They gave him the match. They said, right, 30 seconds, go. These fuckers can't do it. I'm sorry, no. they can't do it. And you think not- Kenny Omega can cut a free promo like for 30 seconds, think again. Bro, listen, I can cut a better promo than the majority of people in AEW. I'm sorry, okay? Either that or we've got to get the marching powder back out and really get them jacked up. Get them on the beak. Get them on the beak. You know, at the end of the day, get them on the beak. Coked up promos was something else in the 80s, and we all know it. You know, like, and hell, I don't even think Jim Cornette was on fucking on the kettle, anything like back then, but he was, Jim Cornette would, his promos would fly. Do you think he had a fucking script? No. He just had the Coke Zero or the Sprite Zero, yeah? <laughs> Wendy. Added, yeah, you know, it just had a Dairy Queen. You know, it, it, you know, it. the talent is, is different then, and there's very few people now that can just let it run. And I'll be honest, I'm not a huge CM Punk mark. But CM Punk's very good on the stick. His promos recently have been pretty good. Um, MJF, very good on the stick. Very, very good. And Cody Rhodes is pretty good on the fucking mic, bro. Mm. Um, Very good in the ring. Um, AEW have dropped a bollock, as we say in this country. They've dropped a bollock with, 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 with Cody going. And the AEW, do you know what I'm getting fucking, bruv? I'm, I'm getting angry just thinking about what I'm thinking don't, about. Don't get angry. Don't get angry. Like right? The, the AEW fan mark, fanboy marks, <laughs> constantly talking about it's a work. It's a work. It's a work. It's not, bruv, what are you talking about? It's a work. Please expand on why you fucking you know, Tommy Dickfingers, who fucking just watches wrestling and ain't got a fucking clue what he's talking about. With a few numbers on the end of his handle on Twitter. You get what I'm saying? Is elite, yeah? (laughs) You know, Tommy4582 elite, yeah? On fucking Twitter and and on Facebook and everything. Saying, nah, it's a work, it's a work. They're working us, man. They're working. Cody ain't leaving. Because they can't... They're just lying. They can't get in their head that someone would want to leave AEW. And I'm sorry, it's not a work, guys and girls. I mean, it's not long before the world will figure out that this wrestling company, you know, and wrestling companies, you know, are what they are, not known for, you know, their great morals and all that, known for making money and doing business, whether it's right or wrong. They'll realize that this wrestling company it's just out for your money. This isn't a mum and dad sort of family business. This is one man looking to make a lot of money off the blood, sweat and tears of these workers. Well, And eventually when these workers are no longer, you know, of use to him or fun to him, 
he will come out and say they weren't a good enough wrestler. We're already starting to see the cracks, bro. We're already seeing. Have you have you seen what Hikaru Shida said in a recent interview? Yeah. She had zero, and the other Japanese people as well, they've had zero help from anyone in AEW to even try and find somewhere to live, okay? They've been scraping by just to survive, to be on the show. And when they were Flavor of the Month, Shida was on every week and all this. Now where is she? Shida, yes. Where is she? Yeah? Well, they only, they only care about two women's wrestlers on that show at the minute. One of them one, we don't name, and the other one's Britt Baker. Yeah, one of them we do not name. She's like fucking Voldemort on here, bruv. Yeah. Um, we'd rather say Voldemort than talk about her. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's Britt Baker and the other slappy face painty woman. The other one, yes. So and the other and t- t- other one. Um, you know, so it, it's it's becoming apparent now, and the cracks are starting to show where. We're starting to see that Tony Khan isn't this fucking messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Um, he's not what he's the sun doesn't shine out of his ass. We've said this, you know, and we we've got to we've got to look at I, I would fucking love to know what was going on backstage. We all would love to know, but we don't pretend to know what was going on. But it was obviously enough. For Cody Rose to say, fuck all this shit. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm off, bruv. I'm bouncing, yeah. I'm bouncing, bruv. I'm gone. So that's no little thing. He created the, this breakaway group. The, he created the start of AEW and he helped, you know, the match he had with Dustin initially. The match he had with Brody, like you say, even the, recently the match he's had with Guevara. You know, Cody's been there or thereabouts. And it's so funny to me how the AEW fans are like, yeah, he's a fucking, we ate Cody's this, Cody's that, Brandy's this, Brandy's that. And then when he's like, when, when he says, oh, I'm fucking gone, I'm taking my ball, I'm going home, they're like, oh, no, no, it's only a work. He's coming back. He's coming back. Fuck off. I, I don't, I don't think. He'll be back on AEW TV very soon, like much in you know any shape or form. They took him out of the uh, entrance video um, for Dynamite or whatever it was. Um, yeah, that's that's not cool. But hey, he's not if if he's gone, he's gone, and you don't need him on. You don't put him in the video. Yeah, I mean, are they going to kick him out of the game? The game I mean, that was meant to be all singing, all dancing, that hasn't come out yet. I mean, we keep hearing about this fucking game and when's it going to materialise, you know? Well, at the Elimination Chamber, Miz alluded that he needed a friend. He was going to call someone. From what we have read and what we know, it's likely to be Logan Paul and not Cody. Um, I genuinely think we're going to see Cody after WrestleMania. Do you think every, so? Every, every Raw after WrestleMania has a surprise and... And, that, and that's it. That's when WWE, you know there's going to be something. You always know Raw after WrestleMania has some sort of surprise, some sort of return, some sort of debut, something big. Not Uncle Tony, you know, making huge announcements. Big, big announcement this week. Big announcement this week. Every fucking week. But, and they I mean, fall flat. You know, Jay fucking White. I mean, great wrestler. Great yes, wrestler. But it's... 
niche, bro. Yeah, it's too fucking. It's too niche, man. Like, you know, him turning up. Like, you've got you've got three quarters of the group formerly known as the Undisputed Era within your fucking, you know, within your company. And what are they doing now? You know, you've tagged up Fish and O'Reilly. They're going to be in a battle royal this week. Um, you know, you have to start having battle royals this week and like every other week now because there's too many fucking people on your show. Adam Cole gets the title shot based on nothing. He lost to um, your mate, Cassidy. No, but it was an unsanctioned match. It was an unsanctioned match, oh, so it doesn't okay. count. So, yeah, that um... does, doesn't count. So yeah, okay, it doesn't count then. So yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have that loss on his record. Then he didn't lose to Orange Cassidy. It never happened. Um, he's getting a title shot against Hangman. What's happened to Hangman? He had a match with Archer for no reason, and it was a match where he got fucking bladed. It, yeah, but the, the, this is the thing. Like AEW always have to go over the top with everything in order oh. to you know like that that match was was. We all like a good hardcore match every now and again. Great. We love it. Yeah. But, you know, you can't just, I mean, oh, you can't just keep. I mean, be, being honest, has Tony Khan ever watched an episode of Nitro? Because let's, you know, let's take a real jump back. Go to 96, go to 97. The formula in which Nitro was kicking ass every week was good wrestling matches. Yeah. Some great ones in the cruiserweight division. And then you run your big angles later on. Like, that was a pretty solid formula that WCW had. If you're going to be different, learn from that. Don't just start having multi-man matches, battle royals, people diving on about eight people, blood and guts in every fucking main event. Like, no DQ this, no DQ that. Like, it's ECW, isn't it? Yeah, but, but this again... Without Paul Heyman. Who else would have knowledge or, or, of what was going on in WCW at that time? Cody would know. Cody, big show. Your mic is going a little bit funny, Chris. Um, Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, you're getting a lot of crackle. That crackle and cheap pops, bruv. <laughs> Are we there? So, you know, yeah, you've got big show. You've got... Cody, who would know to a point. You've got Dustin. Dustin was there, you know, early 90s. You know, all right, he was seven after yeah, that. Tony Schiavone was there. Tony, yeah, but again, these fuckers, they are, they're getting a paycheck. They're getting paid handsomely to shut the fuck up and do what the EVPs and Tony Khan want to do. He, They are his little fuck toys. I'm just saying it wouldn't hurt them to follow some structure they don't want structure they don't want structure bruv this is the problem they don't want structure they don't want heels they don't want faces they don't want structured angles because right they're... right now they're getting by on cm punk moxley jericho mjf and announcements that is what they're doing but their announcements ain't shit either it's like oh All huge important. announcements big show Huge announcements, Mark Henry. You're getting more more crackle on your mic. Hello. Yeah, it's it's coming. It's just it's crackling pretty hard. So okay, hold on. 
So as Chris, as Chris fondles his mic seductively, um, I will tell you about what's coming up. Um, we have got probably some interviews, <laughs> probably some reviews. We, we've got, we, the, the thing is, we, you know, with the, with the guys we're speaking to, they've got, uh, with the guys they're speaking to, you know, we, they've got full on, um, you know, schedules and we're trying to, Make what, things what's, what's fucked up about this is that Chris has a way more expensive mic than I do. My mic is very cheap. My mic is rubbish. But Chris's microphone is very expensive. You can, you know, if you ever look back at the videos, you can see how expensive it is and how like very, very well put together it is. But I think it must be a wiring issue or something. It is a wiring. It's not the only thing I've got as well put together, but it's um You're talking it's, about those biceps again. You get with let me tell you something, brother. You um, saw him last week lifting that huge, huge mojito he was drinking. It was uh, <laughs> it was impressive. Non-alcoholic, I believe. Is that right? Non-alcoholic. I don't drink, bro. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm actually teetotal. He's teetotal. He is... Uh, I guess he's almost like CM Punk. More straight edge than CM Punk. More? How can you be more straight edge than CM Punk? Because you know... He must be on some kind of drugs to be fucking doing, you know, joining AEW. I will, I will say your mic is getting worse as we're talking. Okay. So, I'm not sure what Chris has done, but whilst he fixes his mic, or even just tries to fiddle with his wire... I'm going to fiddle with my wire. Let me, let me just um, mute myself for one second and I will fiddle with my wire. <laughs> And whilst we do that, we will. I will get you everyone to, if you are well, as you are listening on this uh, listen only episode. Let's talk about it. Let's uh, let's say you know if you're not, you know, you're not watching us right now. By all means, flip over to YouTube. You can see a lot of our YouTube shorts. We have been experimenting with YouTube shorts, and you know, they've been doing fairly well. Don't forget to look at those. Check them out. Hit a like. Hit a subscribe. Our subscriber numbers, you know, 700 plus. We want more. Of course we do. We want that big 1,000. We want all the love, all the well wishes and all that to go with it. Chris, you look like you're ready to talk. I'm, I might be ready to talk. Is that any good? Oh, that is wonderful. That is perfect. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> so that's one for, that's one for the uh, history book. But yeah, I mean, we do want them subscribers. We want them thousand subscribers. We want we want to be able to go out on the road. We've got another wrestling show coming up soon that we're going Fifth to of March. Yeah, fifth of March. Fifth of coming March. Up. Doorstep wrestling, I like to call it because again, we bruv, step outside and we're there. And I wonder who is going to be on this show as well because you know, who knows? Yeah, um, yeah, we uh, we have got yeah, we have got a bit of doorstep wrestling coming up. It's, we look forward to it. We will be out there in sunny Stevenage. Um, who knows what else is going on, but we will... Uh, well, we've got a few things. We might even have a little giveaway where you can come and chill with us, possibly in April. We haven't quite figured that out yet. We may well have a little something in, in terms of a local giveaway because it would be useless for people like Bishop and Justin to come and you know win a 
ticket to come and join sit with us for a wrestling show or something. Mate, I'll tell you what though, just in time and Bishop are more than welcome at the Gordon Craig Theatre in Stephen. Oh, I would buy him a ticket tomorrow if they said they were coming over. You know what I mean? If they were over here, I'd let them fucking sleep on my couch, you know? <laughs> so... Road, yeah. um, shout out to uh, Ref Marsh as well for, uh, well, shouting us out on his show. I had a it was, uh, it was only a couple of days ago. He uh, he gave us a shout out because he uh, obviously ref Marsh. He's, he's sitting there in his referee shirt. He he watched our Marty interview and uh, he, uh, he he did mention that Marty went in. <laughs> Bruv, this is the thing, you know. We have got and I, I and I'm not just blowing our own trumpet right now, bro. Like we have got so much content. We have got so much content, and we have got you know. A lot of guys uh, are, are there on YouTube and, you know, they've got that, you know, the interviews with wrestlers and all this kind of stuff. You know, yes, we do that as well. We do our, you know, we do our reviews and we, 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 re we interview wrestlers as well. You know, we've got so much content, bro. And, you know, we people like Max Payne, people, people like Marty Elias. And I will say, we interviewed Max Payne and then literally straight away after a week or so, he was on another certain popular wrestling interview channel based in Canada. He was. Um, you know, let's not mention them. But, you know, we, you know, we've, we've had people, you know, it, let's just give them a little list. We've got Sonny Ono, Mike Duke the Dumpster Drosy, Santino Morella, for fuck's sake, Jameson. Dean Ayas, the voice of British wrestling. Chris Hamrick, the superstar. Alex Wright, that's Wonderkind. You yeah. know, Alan Wee Funk. You know. Um, Joel Redman. Joel Redmond. You know, Eric Watts, Max Payne, Marty Elias. You know, they're not lightweights, bruv. Funny, you know, they're, know not, they're not filler. You know, we don't do filler. We, but if we, if we, 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 we try and get the best guests we can and we try and get the best out of them, you know? And, and our reviews... Think, for those of us that listen to us, you already know that we don't do 20-minute interviews. We don't do... We don't... You know, and you know what? I'm going to do it now. I'm going to say it. For those of you that are listening and those of you that care, our interviews are not what they seem. They are not what people always talk about they are not what you would call a paid interview we no. can't fucking afford it anyway we can't we we've, we've got us we've got to say this we have to thank every single person that has been on this show because they have done it out of the goodness of their hearts Absolutely. we we have not been we are not able to pay people for interviews. We're not in the position where we're able to pay people for interviews. Not yet. So, yeah, not yet, you know, but when the time comes round, we, we will, because we have been in contact with people and they've said, yeah, it's going to be this much if you want us on. And we're like, sorry, mate, not, not at the moment, but maybe in time we might be able to, you know, and this is why it annoys us slightly when people say certain things, you know, but the, the fact is, we are doing this out of the goodness of our hearts and the people that are on our show do it out of the goodness of their hearts. And we believe that what we get out of these guys is good stuff, you know, and we'll be honest, we have had behind the scenes conversations with people 
about stuff that we can't even talk about on this fucking show, man. Um, because it's very Un- unfathomable, unbelievable, yes, chaotic. Dark side of, of the ring stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. Dark side of, of the ring stuff. You know, we 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 sometimes get told stuff behind the scenes and people confide in us and they, you know, and we want to show respect by being respectful and just we call them the unrecorded conversations. The unrecorded com the off the books, bruv, the big yeah. pun. Yeah. We'll call them the big pun conversations, yeah. the off the books, yeah. You know, we, we 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 have a lot of those conversations and you know, we loved every single guest we've had on this show there's not been one guest that we haven't fucking said to them look you're the fucking man you know you thank you so much and they have been reciprocal in that you know they they understand that we're not here for no sensationalist shit sometimes sensationalist stuff gets said on the podcast but that's wrestling um you know we're not looking for that controversy but sometimes controversy gets dropped the tea gets spilled but you know, we, we've got so much content and like Jordan's saying, for anybody who's who's listening and who cares, you know, go back and listen to our shoot interviews. They are not your run-of-the-mill shoot interviews. They're not your so fucking... Chris, how did you get into wrestling? Yeah, you know, uh, and your, uh, you, know. Uh, you know, the monotonal fucking interviews of a certain Canadian interviewer. <laughs> like, like, I can't go into yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, we we're different, man. We try and be different with our guests. We try and make them feel at home, where they can just be themselves and say whatever they want to say, you know. And we love every minute of it. And we do have more interviews in the pipeline. We always have. We're always chatting to people. I mean, you know, myself and Jordan at any one time could be chatting with up to four, five, six people at one time, you know. So, and and we love it as well. We fucking, you know, we we enjoy it. We, st- we you know, having conversations with these guys and gals. So we're going to keep doing it. We're not stopping. This has been something different. This is an audio only episode. We will, obviously, I think Jordan's probably going to cut some clips out. We'll probably put some little shorts out, put some little clips on YouTube or whatever. Um, I'm going to have Chris's shorts, yeah. We're gonna have my shoes on there, um, you know, and, and maybe we'll we'll release a little video just saying go go to these our podcast platforms that are listed in the description. We've got a special conversation that we've had audio only, blah blah blah. Yeah, um, whatever you know, but yeah, this has been cathartic to talk about the whole Cody thing because I'm in two minds whether he is going to turn up at WWE. Jordan reckons. You think he's going to be there? Uh, yeah, he's either going to be there <clears throat> after this show, well, before this show comes out, which will be tonight, no, my luck, or it'll be after WrestleMania, I, or even at WrestleMania. I mean, it'll be a pretty big surprise for him to turn up at WrestleMania too. Um, it could go either way right now, but I fully expect him to maybe work a couple of indies beforehand. You never know. He might even turn up at Stevenage, bro. He has done once before when we missed it. So Yeah, but we've got tickets booked up for this one, son. We are booked and ready. We are good to go. 
God, you uh, imagine the pop if Cody walks out at this fucking show we're going to. <laughs> can we tell him what company it is? Yeah, of course you can. Go on. Yeah. Um, sorry, what's the name of the company? Revolution Pro. <laughs> Rev Pro. Sorry, I got confused with something else I'm going to see later on down the line, but it's not wrestling. It's Barry Oakey. Um, Barry Oakey? What? Not, not Barry from EastEnders. Barry from EastEnders. Oh, fuck off. You're going Barry Oakey. Yeah. <laughs> Now, fucking shout out to Bishop and fucking, you know what I mean? And Justin, because they're talking about how super British we are. You can't get more British than Barry Oakey, mate. Barry from EastEnders. Barry, yeah. Mate. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, sorry. Um, right off topic. Yeah, I was thinking of Barry Oakey when we said what we're going to see. No, but we are. It, Rev Pro is back in Stevenage on March the 5th, <clears throat> which I believe is a night before. AEW Revolution or whatever it is. Okay. The pay-per-view that they're sticking out on the Sunday. So is that that yeah. is that the one that has got the dog collar match and all that? Yeah. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so it's another another wrestling heavy weekend that weekend. So you know, can't complain. No, of course not. And yeah, I guess that would I guess that is that is that it. I think so. I mean, I don't, there wasn't really a point to this apart from talking about the Wrestling Observer Awards, talking about AEW in general, and talking about the whole Cody situation. Because I can tell you, I can tell you exactly what we did. We spoke about it in messages and then thought, fuck it, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> you know? It's it's cool as well because, you know, as 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 hosts, we do go to wrestling events together. We are like pals outside of this. We haven't kind of just linked up to do a podcast. It's like we, well, you know, we were pals. We did, meet, we did meet at wrestling school. We did meet at wrestling school. You know, we did. We had heads in between each other's legs um, at various occasions. Oh yeah, we know each other intimately. Intimately, um, you know, road trips into London, you know, get to go and wrestle in the ring in uh, Dags. Shout out to Len. Shout out to Len Davis. Shout out to Gilbert. Shout out to Cactus Matt. Cactus. You know, sweet Jesus, sweet Lord Jesus, and Cactus, he'll be with us. Cactus will be with us on March the fifth. That's right. Yeah. We are. We're we're a little three way. Oh, little circle jerk of our own. Be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, let's uh, let's wrap this. Let's say thank you to everyone that's sticking around. Thank you to everyone that's listened to our ranting and raving on this one. It's you know, like we said, it is audio only this time. We thought, fuck it, just listen to us. You don't have to watch us getting crazy and waving our hands around and you know, virtually high fiving each other. Nude helicopter. Yeah, nude helicopters. Um, I'm not sure if we did that this time, but no. Um, going full Ric Flair. Never go full Ric Flair. Never go full Nate, right? But yeah, let's because Chris's mic is gone again, and you can barely hear him. Is it? Yeah, it's it's gone almost gone completely. So let's let's wrap it. Let's say thank you very much for sticking around. You know what to do with us: like, subscribe. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for all the you know messages, all the comments, all that shit that goes with it. You know, shout out to all the other hardworking podcasters out there, the, the ones we love, and even the ones, even the ones we don't. That's right. Shout out. To yeah, everyone. we we don't we don't discriminate. We love everybody. Thank you so much. We we'll see you soon. We'll 
hell, we might even have a review coming up. You never know. But <laughs> thanks for sticking around. I'm JB, Chris Dredd, the best Chris in all the wrestling podcasts. I said it once, I'll keep saying it. Thank you, everyone. Take care. See you soon. <laughs>